0: I'm Becky Hennessy. This is the Path of Imperfection bonus episode, not your cookie cutter self-care. Welcome, traveler. The Path of Imperfection is all about talking through the stuff and uncovering the what's and how's so that we can embrace ourselves and each other as human, one imperfect step at a time. This is a podcast for anybody with the courage to try. Guys, So that last podcast was short, shorter than what I typically even do. And what I typically even do is pretty short. So I thought this was a really good opportunity to put some meat on to episode 35. I've gotten a ton of responses about self-love and glorifying God through self-love. Kurt knocked it out of the park in the information that he gave us, and it was super helpful. I'm getting a lot of questions about the now what... Okay, so I can love myself by expanding myself and glorifying God in these spaces. What more can I do to show myself some self-love? So because my last episode was so short, I thought this would be a really good opportunity to do a bonus episode called Not Your Cookie Cutter Self-Care. I'm calling it Not Your Cookie Cutter Self-Care because there are some things that we can do to show ourselves some love and to care for ourselves. That are pretty cookie cutter, pretty typical. You're gonna Google them and that's what you're gonna find, right? Get a massage, go get your nails done, get your hair done, go buy yourself something nice, cute outfit or yummy treat, or take time for yourself, step away, go to a movie for yourself, go to dinner for yourself. Those things are incredibly awesome as you incorporate them into your life for that self care. You don't need to spend time listening to a podcast to tell you to do those things because you can Google those things. Today, I'm going to talk with you about some other things outside of the box, outside of the cookie cutter stuff that you could also try on or consider to have be a part of your life in that self-care space. I'm going to give you six. Thing number one, tap into your passions. This month, I am diving into passion with all of my dot to daughters on the dot to dot project. And it's something that's been absolutely awesome. Mel Robbins and many other folks have sold the idea that. Passion basically means energy. What gives you energy? What makes you excited? What makes you expand yourself? What's challenging to you? What are your strengths? What are you good at? What do you just naturally do well? When we tap into those passions on a pretty consistent basis, that is an amazing way to care for yourself. That's an amazing way to have some of that self-care happen. And that can be in any space. It doesn't mean that you need to quit your job right now and tap into that passion professionally, per se. I mean, you can do that if you feel like you need to. But basically, it just means that you're doing something daily that feeds that passion. You're doing something daily that gives you that kind of energy, something daily that excites you. It's a really good way to have some self-care. Thing number two is the basics. Now, there's three things that fall under the umbrella of the basics. And you're going to hear them and you're going to be like, no, duh, doesn't everybody do that? I'm here to tell you, no, not everybody does it. And that's why it's a part of self care. The three things that fall under that umbrella are three meals a day, sleep, and taking care of your body in a hygienic way. Let me put meat on that for you guys, because I know that you're like, what? Becky's number two is to just basically like take care of your human body. Yes, you would be shocked at how many lawyers, doctors, teachers, parents, grandparents, Highly intellectual people I visit with that do not do those three things consistently. They don't. Three meals a day means that you intentionally say, Oh, it's breakfast time. I'm going to sit down and have breakfast. Oh, it's lunch time. I'm going to sit down and have lunch. And oh, it's dinner time. I'm going to sit down and have dinner. If you're not eating three meals a day, don't worry about content initially. Just worry about getting it done, having those three meals a day. If you're somebody who is eating three meals a day, then step it up a notch by worrying about the content, considering the content, having that content be something healthy, having that content be something that's going to give you energy and not going to make you drag all day. Three meals a day is crazy important, and it's all about intention, intending to sit down and give that time to yourself. Sleep is likewise really important. Quality sleep is something that can really expand your ability to show up at a 10 every single day. So start to care about your sleep. Keep your phone out of your room. Get the amount of sleep that you need to. Go to bed at a decent hour. Wake up at a decent hour. Really focus on some ways to be able to improve that sleep. This could have to do with the environment. Clean out your room. This could have to do with the temperature. Making sure that you're not sweating bullets, but you're also not freezing cold, unless you're my husband who has to deal with his wife that keeps the fan on 24 7. Thank you, husband. Lots of love there. This might have to do with the activities that you do right before you go to sleep or the activities that you do as you get out of bed. Giving some attention to your sleep is a huge self care. And then the third one, taking care of yourself hygienically. I don't care what it is that you do. I don't care if it's, okay, I'm going to brush my teeth every day, which hopefully that's what we're doing some people aren't, but hopefully we're doing that, right? Or I'm going to make sure that I shower every day. Or I'm going to make sure that I change from this pair of pajamas into this pair of pajamas. Just something that tells your body, hey, it's a new day and I'm going to take care of you. Thing number two is the basics and under that umbrella is three meals a day, sleep, take care of yourself hygienically at least one time in that day. Thing number three is self-compassion. Now, I've talked a little bit about self-compassion, a lot bit about self-compassion here, and I'm going to expand on that a little bit more. The things that fall under the umbrella of self-compassion are mindfulness, self-kindness, and connectedness. So this comes from somebody named Dr. Kristen Neff. She's done a ton of research on self-compassion. She has books out there that you can read. She's got an awesome website that has some free exercises you can do for the self-compassion. Basically, what self-compassion is, is it involves recognizing when we're stressed or when we're struggling without being judgmental or overreacting. That's the mindfulness piece. It's remembering that everybody makes mistakes and experiences these difficulties at times. We're not alone. There's this common humanity. That's the connectedness piece. And the self-kindness piece is being supportive and understanding yourself when you're having a hard time, rather than being harsh or self-critical. So for me, the self-kindness piece is, what would I do for a good friend of mine? What would I say to a good friend of mine? How would I treat a good friend of mine? And then I do that or I say that to myself. Self-compassion is an awesome way to step up your game in regards to your self-care. Thing number four is delegation. Delegation is talked a lot about in a business sense, as well as I know that it's talked a lot about in a volunteer sense, specifically within church organizations or ministries or things like that. It's said over and over and over, delegate, 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 spread it out, make sure that everybody is helping out in the ways that they can. I know that for me one of the toughest places to delegate is within my home. I can delegate to my kids nine times from Sunday and that's fine and lovely and I shouldn't say fine. That's okay and lovely and works out really well. But where it gets wonky is delegating to my husband. Because there's a part of me that a thinks well, I don't want to be his boss and I don't want to tell him what he has to do or what he can't do or what he can do. And there's another part of me that feels like He's grown. He should just see X, Y, and Z and just do X, Y, and Z. What happens though is I don't give him the opportunity to be helpful. And if I present it in a way of, hey, this would be really helpful to me, or this would help me out a ton, or can we agree that this can happen versus do this, do that, do this, it gives us a really good opportunity to connect with each other. So delegating in the house is something that can be super helpful. And that's a really awesome way for that self-care. Number five, say no. This is a hard one, especially for those of us that have a hard time delegating or have a hard time with the other things that we've talked about. Saying no more often allows you the ability to say yes to the stuff that really matters. There's a gentleman named Greg McEwen that has... I hope I'm saying that name right. McEwen, McEwen. Ah. He's a great guy. He has a book out there called Essentialism that talks a ton about this idea of really saying no to the things that are unimportant. So you can say yes to the things that are important. He talks about ways that you can be more efficient, ways that you can do more with less, which is really awesome. So you can read that. But this idea of saying no, it doesn't just have to be a no, I can't ever do any of that ever. It's just saying yes to the things that you can do and yes to the things that you can accomplish or yes to the things that you can agree to. And then the no comes along with that, right? So so and so comes over and says, Hey, I've used this metaphor before, this example for, hey, can you watch my nine kids for the next 12 hours? You might say to yourself, nine kids in 12 hours. I don't think there's enough Diet Dr. Pepper in the world that could get me through those 12 hours. So that's absolutely not something I could do. So what you do is you consider, okay, what can I do in that space? You know, I absolutely can watch three of your kids for two hours. So pick your three, send them my way. I can watch them for two hours on this day or on this day. Or it could be, gosh, you know what? That just actually isn't going to work out well for me today. This idea of saying no is you say yes to the things that you can do and yes to the things that you can agree to by default saying no to the things that you can't. And if there isn't anything you can say yes to in that space, that's okay. That gets to sound like, you know what? That's not something that will work out for me. Thank you so much for understanding. Not That's not something that's going to work out for me. I'm so sorry. I wish I could. I just can't. It's just, thank you for understanding. Thing number six, budgeting your time. This is, again, something that I gain from a book that I've read. Dave Crenshaw has written some amazing books that talk about this idea of budgeting time. I've done a whole podcast on budgeting that time. You would be amazed at how much self-care comes from that budgeting of that time. So go back and listen to that episode of... I think it's called Time the Great Equalizer. And then you can have more meat about budgeting time, but that's a huge self-care too. So go out there and get that massage and get those nails done or get your hair cut or get your hair done or treat yourself to something nice, either to wear or to eat or whatever. Those things are great ways to self-care. Also consider these other ways to take care of you. Tapping into your passion, focusing on the basics, having that self-compassion, delegation, saying no, budgeting your time. At the end of the day, it's important for us to remember that self-care has absolutely nothing to do with selfishness. If we want to be the very best whatever, the very best mom, the very best wife, the very best dad, the very best husband, If we want to be the very best individual human in this human experience, we have got to take care of ourselves so that we can do that. It's the whole idea of putting your oxygen mask on first before putting on somebody else's. My family and I just traveled to Disneyland a couple months ago. And on one of our flights, I don't remember which one, there was a gentleman that actually went from seat to seat to seat down the whole entire plane, looked you in your eyes and said can you commit to putting your oxygen mask on before you put theirs on? And we we'll point to the kids in the aisle. Can you commit to putting your oxygen mask on first before you put it? He asked every single row, row by row, got to me, looks me in the eyes and he's like, Hey, can you commit to putting your oxygen mask on before your kids? And for me, I actually got a little emotional because it's like, wow, the accountability of this is real, right? And I guess I can commit to that. We've got to commit to put on our oxygen mask first before we can put on anybody else's i know that there's a lot of listeners who are members of christian faith or members of the church of jesus christ of latter day saints where we have this idea of loving our neighbors and taking care of our neighbors and loving others and taking care of others and that is an amazing thing for us to do we cannot show up in that space if we are not taking care of ourselves and loving ourselves as well just like we talked about in episode 35 Jesus Christ himself led out with doing this. Jesus slept. Jesus ate. Jesus let people wash his feet with their tears and use oils and things like that. Jesus allowed himself to be taken care of. Jesus invited himself to so-and-so's house to have some food or whatever. He absolutely was a master at self-care. And we can get closer to being better at that self-care too if we apply some of the normal stuff as well as some of this not-your-cookie-cutter stuff too. Let's commit. Let's commit to take care of ourselves first so that we can show up as our best selves for everyone else. Let's commit to trying something on. Do just one thing. Dot. Do one thing. Pick one thing here that I've talked about that you could add to your tool bag as far as the self-care goes. Just pick one thing and work really hard at that. Enjoy this journey. Joy is a state of mind. Joy is not necessarily a feeling per se. Joy is this state of mind and we can enjoy the journey even if there's hard things. Brave the battle. Embrace your human one step at a time. Touch base with me once a week. Go to beckyhennessy.com. That's B-E-C-K-I-E-H-E-N-N-E-S-S-Y.com and subscribe to my weekly rest stops. If you already do get my rest stops, thank you so much. Pass the word on.